Hey guys, welcome to the Big Fat Rocket, and I'm glad that you could join me today. It is the first official episode of the podcast. Uh, the last episode, the last um, segment I uploaded was a bit of an introduction into what the Big Fat Rocket is and what it will be about. So I made a segue into the first episode, which is today talking about growing up in Jamaica. Um, and for those who are listening for the first time, the name is Dave, Dave Anthony, and I am the owner of ID, which is a digital marketing agency. We're based in Los Angeles. And also I own a few other companies under the next brands label. So if you go to next brands, that's N X T without the E N X T A N X T brands dot X Y Z you will see all the companies that I own. But this podcast is really about, you know, talking about my life and leading up to how I reached to this point. Uh, so it's more of a biography of sorts, but it's also uh, filled with lessons about um, entrepreneurship and lessons about struggle and strife and just resilience, persistence. So today I'm going to talk about growing up in Jamaica. And I apologize if you hear any noise in the background. I'm in the office and of course you have people going by, but it's the best location to do this podcast today because I'm working with the time I have. So thank you for listening and yeah, let's get right into it. So I grew up in Jamaica and for those who don't know, Jamaica is, which would be weird, but... <laughs> Jamaica is an island that is situated in the Caribbean. It's a part of the Greater Antilles, and it's, it has a population of about 3 million people, 3.5 million. Um, and it's, it's an awesome country. It's, everybody knows Bob Marley. Everybody knows Jerk Chicken. Everybody knows Blue Mountain Coffee. Uh, everybody knows dance hall music. Uh, Jamaica is a very, very small country but it's been so influential all over the world in so many different areas that it's it's mind-boggling and it's hard to believe that so many jamaicans don't take advantage of that advantage of that publicity and advantage of that platform that you know people before us have have, have provided and have laid the way but jamaica is an awesome country <laughs> uh period so I grew up in Jamaica, and I grew up in Jamaica. I lived there until I was 20 years old. So I have, my roots are well, well, um, I'm well rooted in Jamaica. Um, but I'm going to start from the basics, uh, from birth to about primary school in this episode, and then I'll continue into high school in the next episodes. Um, but... I don't remember much of my childhood. My childhood was, uh, I, I don't remember much at all. I can't say I have any one moment I remember, maybe before I was five years old, um, that stands out to me. But uh, I grew up with a nice loving family. Uh, I have uh, three sisters. Um, well, actually, four sisters, but I didn't grow up with one of them. So I have three sisters that I grew up with um, and a brother, a younger brother. Um, and we grew up in Rose Hill, Jamaica, which is 
in the southernmost end of the island, and it's located in a parish called Manchester. Manchester is the most central parish in Jamaica, and it has a population of maybe around uh, 200,000 people thereabout, or maybe a little more now. But it's um, not a huge parish by population, not a huge parish by land mass, but it's almost twice the size of Singapore. So it's, it's big enough. It's a sizable um, parish. But I grew up in a farming community called Rose Hill. Rose Hill is very hilly. Um, you know, it's very cold at night, very windy in the winter months. Um, and if you have never heard about, or if you have ever been to Jamaica or thought of Jamaica and you only think like it's so tropical and warm weather all the time, yeah, that's true for the most part, but it can also be very cold when you go up into the hills and the mountains, just like anywhere else. So I grew up in Rose Hill and Rose Hill is a, a farming community of, you know, peasants and people working hard, farmers, um, people just really struggling to make life. And Jamaica, uh, growing up in Rose Hill, it wasn't my, it wasn't my happiest times because I always thought from childhood that Rose Hill was so small for me. It was it, there was a lot more out there and I knew that Rosa wouldn't be it. But when you're a child, you know, it's like, okay, you, you live with what you have, you learn to, you, that's what you're accustomed to, so everything seems a bit normal. And, um, you know, I had a loving family. I, my mom was a very, very hard worker. I, my dad was a farmer. Um, and they did whatever, whatever they had to do to keep a roof over our heads, make sure we had food to eat. And they, they tried their best. So I went to uh, basic school in Jamaica, we call kindergarten basic school. Um, so I went to kindergarten in Rose Hill. I started primary school in Rose Hill and I skipped. And primary school, for those of you who are not accustomed to that terminology, is basically elementary school that you have in the US uh, and other places. But I started primary school around uh, maybe age four, five, um, very early. I started school very early. And I, I was, not to toot my own horn here, but I, I was a bit smarter than average for my age. Um, so even in primary school, I skipped like grade two and went straight to grade three third grade because I had already surpassed second grade level by the time I was finishing first grade. So uh, I was very smart. I read a lot when I was young. I read every, anything I could find. I read the Bible, I read encyclopedias, I read the phone directory. I read so many books when I was young. Um, I was a big, big reader. So by the time I was like six, five, six, seven, eight, I was leaps ahead, leaps and bounds ahead of many of my peers. Um, and I was seen as quote unquote, very smart. Um, but, but for me, it was just normal. When you're a kid, it's just the norm. You, you don't see yourself as, oh, I'm smarter than you, or oh, I'm smarter than that kid over there. It's just that, okay, yes, I read a lot more. So of course I'm going to be smarter. I caught on to things a lot more. Um, a lot quicker, but it was uh, 
the, the typical childhood, you know, you go to primary school or basic school, kindergarten, you know, you pee on yourself when you're young, <laughs> you shit on yourself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a, a part of life growing up. You make mistakes um, and you get a whooping from your parents, you get scoldings. Um, and anyone who knows about growing up in Jamaica or Jamaican life, Caribbean life, knows that your mom, your mom and dad aren't afraid to like really put it on you when you misbehave. Um, but actually, in my household, my mom was the most strict. My father, and he still is, is very laid back and uh, very calm and uh, very, very mild mannered. So my mom was the disciplinarian in the home. My mom wasn't afraid to give you a good whooping if you misbehave or give you a good scolding. And she really stood up and, you know, taught us wrong from right and said, this is the right way. That is the wrong way. Be respectful to people. Be respectful to your elders. Say good morning. Say good evening. Um, and she, she was really the one who set the pace, um, you know, in her childhood as the one who said, this is not right. This is the way you do it. Um, and she was she was a she was a tough one she was a fighter you know she really made the um made it her made it her drive to make sure that we had everything we needed we had all the supplies we needed to go to school there were no excuses and she was always there so I, I have a lot of scars. I have my, from head to toe, I'm, I have a lot of scars on my body. And those are all the scars of life growing up in Jamaica or growing up anywhere. You know, you play around a lot and you get scars, you fall down, you scrape up, you burst your head. You, you, <laughs> I have so many scars, it's unbelievable. I have like maybe three different scars on my forehead. I have um, a big, big, uh, scar on my right foot my right shin area where i damaged that one area like maybe five different times and i remember those times my mom having to rush me to the hospital because you were just being a kid being adventurous playing with other kids but of course i was what they call in jamaica bad luck kid uh, <laughs> i was always uh you know getting injured somewhere one way or another um and that that made my childhood very very I, I had a lot of downs but i also had a lot of ups you know and it's i had asthma when i was younger i haven't had an attack since i was maybe like 10 11 years old um and i'm now 27 years old so that's very good but i i was very accident prone when i was young i was very accident prone i was very sickly I was always sick. I had terrible allergies. My, my face would break out into sores. I would have bumps all over. My eyes would swell up. I would have asthma attacks in the early mornings. I had to be rushed to the hospital. Almost died. Had to be put on ventilators. And it, 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 was, it was a really, really pressuring time um, for my parents because they had to be up and down with me all the time because of my health. And... Um, if it wasn't me being sick from the asthma, it was me having a cold, or it was me having the allergies, or it was me getting injured playing around the house or playing at school or something. So I was, I was in and out of the hospital a lot. Um, that right now, needles don't scare me because I've gotten so many injections. 
I'm not scared of um, the simple things that a lot of people would be scared of going to the hospital or going to the dentist or anything like that because I, I got accustomed to it from a young, being a young child that right now I've gotten like maybe almost more than 12 injections in one part in, in my foot when I had got the cut on my shin area. I had to get like maybe 12 or more injections around the, the scar, around the cut for them to be able to sew it back up and all that. So <laughs> sorry for all of you who are um, a bit squeamish, but it's, I've grown accustomed to the hospital and needles and everything from I was a, from I was a child. So my childhood was up and down, um, and, but it was for the most part a very, very interesting childhood. Um, growing up in Jamaica, you'd run to the farm, you'd have all the, you know, the, the fruits and vegetables close by, everything was organic, everything was in your backyard, you didn't have any problem getting food, going to bed hungry was a no-no because everything was there. I grew up in a farming community. Everything was there available for us to have, available for, available for us to eat. So there were no excuses when it came to, oh, there's no food and oh, we're hungry. We had apple trees, we had orange trees, we had banana trees, we had potato farms. We, th there was just so much. And if you didn't have it, you could get it from your neighbor or get it from a friend in the community. So there, life was, it was very sustainable. It was pretty much like subsistence farming that you'd find back in the early days of man when everybody would share what they have. Everybody was kind to each other. And you bartered if you had some potatoes and they had yams you'd barter so it's 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 it was a it was a very um it was very sustainable we 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 sustained ourselves um through what we produced what the earth produced and that was that was a very happy life you know it was it was very clean it was everybody was um very contented you know, it, it, it wasn't a life where you worried about much. You know, you had a basic television. You had, we had like two television stations in Jamaica at the time, or actually one television station at the time. And it was called JBC, Jamaica Broadcasting Commission. Um, so you had no alternatives. It was either JBC or the radio. Um, and you had to learn to <laughs> do with what you have. Um, you know, we had no computers and laptops and all that stuff when I was growing up. It was just the only form of entertainment was, you know, your peers, your brothers, your sisters, um, reading a book. Uh, that was about it. Um, so there, there wasn't much to distract you from, from life and what's important and distract you from the people around you. So that, that was my, my childhood growing up in Jamaica. Um, of course, I don't remember a lot, as I said before, I just have like an overview of everything in my head. And I don't know if that's by choice. I chose not to remember it by choice or it just happened over time that I forgot certain things. But I, I, I can't really pinpoint something and say, oh, at this age, I did that. Like how some people have a really good photogra photographic memory of their childhood and everything. I, I just have like over an overview, like a summary of everything, like tidbits from here and there. Like I can remember like this chapter in my life that happened, this chapter in my life that happened. But I can't really say like, oh, at 
five years old, I got a gold medal for this. I can't say that. Um, but one of the most traumatic experiences in my childhood for me was when my mom migrated. So my mom migrated uh, from Jamaica to New York, to the United States in 1999. And at that time, I was eight going on to nine. And that's when everything took a turn for me. Um, my mom was my rock. My mom is my rock. She still is. I love my mom dearly. And that I, 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 I know that mentally, for me, that's when everything changed in my life. And just thinking about it, I get so emotional because if I don't remember anything else in my childhood, I remember that. I remember that. And it stands out like it was yesterday. And that's the, one of the things that I have the most photographic memory of because it, it was so emotional, it was so depressing, it was so heartbreaking for me as a child um, that it, it, it really, really changed my life. So my mom left um, for the US just, and it wasn't like, okay, she's running away to desert us or anything like that. No, it was as like many people in the Caribbean and other third world countries or other, anywhere around the world, people looking for a better life, they go to, um, to the US or more developed countries, UK, Canada, to find a better life for themselves and their families. And my mom had to do that because at the time my mom was a teacher in Jamaica and um, she taught at a few different schools. Um, my father was a farmer, as I said before, but life was, wasn't, of course we could get food, as I said before, if we wanted and everything, but you know, we, we, we still struggled to like pay the bills and to keep up with everything. and. Um, life wasn't a hundred percent the best. So my mom wanted a better life for us, a better future for us. And in 1999, she had her US visa from the, in the late eighties and she would go back and forth. Actually, my youngest brother, um, it was born in the US in 1996. So my mom, you know, she went back and forth, came here for holidays and she'd go back and forth between Jamaica and here. And um, so her going away, I when before 1999, I don't have much memory of it. But I remember when she came back to Jamaica in 96 with my brother, my little brother. Um, I remember that moment. I remember going to the airport in 1996 at that time i was just five but i remember that a bit but 1999 stands out the most so in 1999 my mom left and that's where my life took a turn um she migrated then and i didn't see my mom again until 2009 or 2008 <laughs> which was almost 10 years later. So you, you can do the math. Um, I, my mom left at nine and I didn't see my mom again until I was almost 20 years old. And um, that, that took a big toll. That took a big toll. So I'm gonna leave it here for today. It's 
already 20 minutes. I don't want to keep it too long, but I'll continue the rest of this story from where I left off right now in the next episode. So thank you for listening and thank you for joining the Big Fat Rocket. I appreciate it. And I hope you'll stay around for the journey. This is just the beginning. I hope I'm not boring you <laughs> with my childhood story, my life, but I want to build up the story and let you know where I'm coming from, let you know what I've been through, let you know what has brought me to this point in my life and how I will get from this point to where I'm going to the success and bring you on this journey with me. So thank you for joining and until next time, always remember guys, always begin with the end in mind. Peace.